Hello, and welcome to Plant Powered Buddhist Podcast, where we are learning to turn our eating habits into a spiritual practice. I'm Sensei. I want to welcome you from wherever you're listening in the world. I also want to say a heartfelt thank you to all of my followers, my supporters, my clients, and my students. Without your support, I simply couldn't do what I do. I'm excited about today's episode, so with no further ado, let us begin. And welcome back. Today we are going to explore an interesting topic, and that is the perfume of cow dung. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. You're probably thinking, what do you mean by that, Sensei? Well, I am going to relate a story that perhaps you can identify with, and we're going to together look a little bit more deeply into the implications of the story and just take a couple of jewels that we can extrapolate out of that to apply to our everyday living. So, the story begins with a scholar who had been studying Chan, was not considered a master, but pretty sophisticated, you know, well-read in the sutras and the history of philosophical knowledge as it related to Buddhism. And he decided that he was going to go for some additional training, meditation and contemplation work at a temple. And at this temple, there was a really well-known Chan master. So this particular Chan master will say that this scholar had some, for lack of a better word, beef with, (laughs) Um, meaning he had some kind of... uh, competitive energy towards this particular Chan master. So we can already see that uh, perhaps his reasons for visiting were not altogether uh, pure. But in any case, he went and of course the Chan master knew who he was and was aware of even this um, kind of one-sided antagonism that accompanied this individual. So he sat They did meditation, they did some contemplative work, and during one of the last sessions before he was leaving, the scholar asked the Chan Master, so what do you think of my sitting when you see me? And the Chan Master said, I see a Buddha. And this made the scholar really happy, full of glee and pride, though this was not the intention of the Chan Master. So the scholar said, aha, finally, my chance to best this Chan master. And the Chan master asked, so tell me, what do you think of my posture when I'm sitting? What do you see? And the scholar looked him in the eyes and said, well, I see cow dung. Wow. Okay, so someone just said to you, they see you as an enlightened being, And yet you respond that you see them as cow dung. And so the Chan master smiled and said, well, thank you for that. And made no other response. So that moment of silence just kind of sat in the air. And the scholar realized that, well, he's not going to say anything else about it. I finally bested this Chan master. 
So he left right away. He got up, left the temple, and stopped everyone in town who would listen to him to say, I finally beat the child master. I finally beat the child master. And he related the story of what happened and how he asked him this question. And the child master said that he sees me like a Buddha. So as the excitement about this really just began to take on a fever pitch with him, he decided to go home. And his sister, who had a younger sister who lived with him, asked him, well, what are you so excited about? What's going on? He's like, I beat him. I, I beat the child master. And she's like, what do you mean? How, how did you beat him? And so he relayed the story about, you know, the child master saying that he saw a Buddha when he looked at her brother. And uh, he responded, but I told him I see cow dung when I look at him. His sister was very perceptive had a good mind, and she sternly looked at him and said, Brother, you lost. And he was dumbfounded. What, what, what are you talking about? I mean, I, I got him. He can see, you know, what I am, and I told him what I see in him. And she said, No, you've lost, and here's why. Both of your responses were a reflection of your mind state. And so, in his mind, it is the Buddha that he sees in other beings. And because of your mind state, you see him as cow dung. And so that statement and that belief is because of the state of your own mind. Wow, isn't that powerful? So he realized in that moment that indeed he had lost, that in fact his state was not what he thought it was. And how true it was what, her sis what his sister had told him. This is a great story uh, on many levels, and there are a couple of things that I, I want to bring to your attention, and specifically that this mindset, your mind state, you know, much is being made in the past several years about mental health, and you need to be able to ask yourself and answer honestly, what is the state of your mind? Is it cow dung? And if you want to have a verifiable answer, what do you see in other people? So often I hear people saying, oh, sensei, you know, like the world is terrible and people are terrible and mass shootings and murders and crimes and crooked politicians, right? All of this. And all of those things are absolutely difficult to observe and to witness without falling into a falling into a certain mind state into a cow dung mind state so that everything you see is cow dung even when that is not the case 
So here you had this challenge master, really well respected, who was told to his face, essentially, that he was cow dung. Yet the fragrance of his wisdom was something much more than cow dung. Something that was verifiable even in that moment of an intentional insult because of what that Chan master's mindset is he still was able to speak to what he actually saw in this scholar are you able to do that? do you have family members, friends, colleagues acquaintances whom you really criticize that you think they are uh, selfish or some other negative aspect. And so the question becomes, are they really that way or is that in your mind? And you'll probably say, well, no, it's definitely them because when I go around them or anyone who goes around them says the same thing, we all see the same thing. Okay. So that's one question. Do we all see the same thing? But why is what I'm raising for you today by sharing this story? Is it because that is factually the case or is there any way, any possibility that your mind is carrying around cow dung so that it colors everything that you experience or certain people that you engage with, with that smell. Do you think that everyone who has met you would say nice things about you? That you're, you're a good person, respectful, honorable, virtuous? Or do you think there would be some people who would say, maybe worse things than calling you cow dung. <laughs> maybe you've had that experience. So is that something in their mind, something in you? It's an interesting question because it raises this whole aspect of duality versus oneness. Because if you say, no, it's definitely in them, and even other people say it, then this creates a false sense of lack of participation and interdependence that is a staple of existence. Are you not able to turn if you in fact believe this person is cow dung? Are you not able to turn that into a fragrance of wisdom for you? Not listen to what I said. I didn't say change their behavior. But can you take the experience of engaging with that person or those people and turn it into something that results in wisdom for you? And do it sincerely. Because the Chan Master didn't make that response as a way to as a way of playing a game 
Well, you say something negative, I'm going to say something positive and see, I win, I'm the higher person. No, that wasn't there. So what is your moment-to-moment mind state? Is it defiled? Is it afflicted with concepts and perceptions that are not entirely accurate or true at all? And how is that impacting what is that you see in other people? If you are able to see others as cow dung, do you see yourself as cow dung? It's an interesting thought. The practice of Chan is not about book knowledge and... uh, Academics, the practice of Chan, seeing reality as it actually is, is more experiential. And it's verified by direct experience. And so I want you to take this into consideration for anyone that you are presently feeling this way towards that they are cow dung, that they are toxic, to use contemporary words. Is that toxicity truly existing in that person, or is there some part of toxicity in your own state of mind that makes you particularly inclined to see the lowest part of other people. This is not a matter of becoming deluded about a person's personality. There are certainly people who are more challenging, more difficult to get along with, and they, in fact, some of them will tell you, I am that way. But even so, even so, there is a state of mind, the Chan mind, where these distinctions, whether true or not, become irrelevant so that you're able to deal with anyone from a place of your best self, quote unquote. So I want you to give this some deep thought. And it is challenging because the senses are powerful. And then when those are supported, let's say, by others who may agree with, about your opinion about a particular person, then it's like, yeah, we're all in agreement. And so it makes you feel comfortable with persisting in a particular mind state that is not healthy for you. And that's the point of all of this. That's the point of Chan practice, is to clean that up. And there's a method and a way of doing that. You can't just wish it away. There are a number of practices that can help chip away at that. 
And then ultimately, it has to be your daily choice. This mindset. This mindset. This Chan mind. If you'd like some assistance with this, I would be happy to help you. Please go to plantpoweredbuddhist.com to the contact page. Leave me a message and we can begin working with each other one-on-one or in a small group. It's your choice. All of my services are offered online. Secondly, if you found some value in today's episode or any other and you're listening on a platform where you can leave a review or a comment, I ask you if you had any value from this experience that you leave a kind review. It would help me a lot. And lastly, if you would be interested in helping support my podcast and my efforts to bring this type of content, then I ask you to click the link in the description or cut and paste it into your browser and you can begin supporting my efforts for as little as $1 a month. Until next time, peace and blessings.